0: As if that's not enough Two free pillows for our listeners Go to helixsleep.com slash paula That's helixsleep.com slash paula This is their best offer yet And I'll bet it won't last long With Helix Better Sleep Starts Now
1: (sighs) Coming to you live from our houses in Lausette Really? Adam? Sorry, that was uh, surprising. I I never get away with that. Yes.
0: Adam, you know, 2022 has left me so exhausted.
1: It really has been an exhausting year, particularly for you.
0: Do you, well, I've had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you you see me just laying on my um, treadmill?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You were laying down on your treadmill with your head to the side and a microphone propped up next to it. I see all that.
0: Yeah. And it's all I got. I, I I don't think that's much of a grabber, but hey, I have an idea, Paula.
1: I've got this cool app that's called Activate Any Treadmill.
0: No, it's, don't use that. <laughs> because- yeah, yeah, and, 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 yeah. No, Adam.
1: And it, but no, here's what's cool about it. it. Says it says it's activate spelled with an eight.
0: Yeah, that's even a bigger problem, Adam. Don't. Uh,
1: well, here, uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to see if it works because it, no, apparently Adam, it's don't. wired into all kinds of treadmills and I know your address, so I'm just going to put your address in. I see. Adam, two, don't put my address in. I see two treadmills, uh, one at what looks like your neighbor's house. It looks like a Peloton, actually. And a Yeah, very, use that one. Do that your, one. No, no, no. Is yours a I, very old treadmill?
0: I'm relatively old.
1: All right, let me just see what happens if I hit the yeah.
0: uh, no, No, wait, fast no, wait. Button. Why am I telling what? you that? No, mine's okay. new. It's brand new. You probably don't have And it. I'm hitting it. Oh!
1: Wow! That was faster than I thought. Look at that. That's oh that's plug you into the back wall.
0: Yeah, it did. Uh just if you're if you're out there, the activate any treadmill app works really well. You know, let's by the way, have one more fucking app, why don't we? Yeah, I have a friend <laughs> who's older and she needs hearing aids, and so she, you know, I finally got her to
2: get them.
1: Is she your manager? Uh,
2: No, it's not my manager. No, Uh, I know who it is. I'm glad to hear that.
1: I'm glad you could hear it.
2: (laughs) She didn't really. She just saw my lips moving. Um, But the
0: hearing aids that she got are Bluetooth hearing aids. So her hearing aids are picking up. Like, literally, she was recently in the hospital, and she literally was getting the music that the nurses were playing for themselves okay. out at no. the desk in her ears. I mean, how fucking stupid to design a, a, a hearing aid who, you know, I realize that younger people can have hearing problems too, but my guess is the majority of the users are older. It's just, and you operate it with a stupid app. I Just mm-hmm. what are people thinking?
1: I don't know, Paula, but I'm, uh. I'm getting a little bored, so I'm just going to activate your treadmill again. <laughs> no, don't.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: see, that's entertaining.
0: Oh. Do you have a... Do you, is there an app where it reassembles my spine? Do you have an app for that? Because I can... Oh, Spinal. Really? It's, sp- it's spelled yeah.
1: S-P-I-N-L. It's a great app.
0: Oh, no, don't use that.
1: Ah, here, let me just see what happens. How's that?
0: Ah! Oh. No! Don't use that. Wow! Oh, oh! That was
1: a mistake. I had it set to the wrong kind of spine. I had it set to an Ugh. set to an antelope spine.
0: Oh God! That explains my strange shape. My new strange shape. It's all right. I'll get used to it. I'll, all right. Okay. And the, and these horns. I'm not worried about these horns.
1: I have no idea where those uh. came from. Okay.
0: Anyway, all right. Uh, 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 the rain in Spain, Adam. The rain in Spain.
1: The rain in Spain. <laughs> Coming to you live from our houses in Los Angeles, California. It's nobody. No, but honestly, to- oh, what but Paula. would the end
0: of the year be like? <laughs> this is my last interruption for 2022. My last interruption of your intro, and, and that makes uh, me so
1: happy. And here's to a 2023 where we don't interrupt intros anymore. Maybe that could be our resolution.
2: No, That's I don't want to do that. Stupid. No, that's what? ridiculous.
0: All right. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but, that's that's just out and out dumb. What is there to live for? It, you uh, know, 2023 already is probably going to have some twists and turns in it that aren't so positive. Why would we take away one of the few joys we have? Go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Because, uh, because uh, it's uh, not uh, a joy the, for
1: all of us, but I'm glad the, it's the, over the, for, for 2022. It doesn't fucking matter,
0: Adam. Okay. It doesn't matter. Don't be selfish.
1: Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Coming to you live from our houses in Los or, Angeles. we
0: could think of it <laughs> as for people who don't listen right away, who wait no. until we're into 2023 before they listen to this episode. We could think of it as the first interruption of 2023. Either way, well, either way, It go no ahead. longer is. Now <laughs> that one is the
1: last. Here we go. Yeah. Coming to you live from our houses in Los Angeles, California. It's you know, Nobody a lot of Listens to this.
0: It could be like a six-pack of interruptions. Go ahead, go ahead. My mistake, my mistake. Go ahead.
1: That wouldn't be a six-pack. That's only three or four to this moment. Here we go. Coming to you live from our houses in Los Angeles. You know, you're
0: right. That was only three or four and a six-pack. Let's face it, it's more than that.
1: Yeah. Um, Coming to you live from our houses in Los Angeles, California, (laughs) it's Nobody (laughs) Listens (laughs) to Paula Poundstone, your
0: comedy What? We're just enjoying doing the intro, Adam. It's... I thought I was kind of tired and worn out by 2022, but now I'm really starting. I could almost do 2022 all over again. The way you're having to do the intro all over again, it's sort of yeah, just like that. uh, Yeah, it's symbolic. That's what it is, Adam. It's symbolic.
1: There we go. Live from our houses in Los Angeles, California. It's nobody listens to Paul. Wait, Poundstone. I think my
2: computer stopped recording. Wait, God let me see. God damn it! Oh, oh, it's okay. Never mind, Adam. We're good. How could you think it's not? <laughs> what was it
1: hinting? Do, do you have a? Is your computer no, as I, passive aggressive as you are sometimes, Bonnie?
2: Rain and Spain. Did it go? Adam, did it rain go? Oh, I'm,
1: I'm I'm recording. <laughs> All right, rain in Spain. Here we go. Coming to you live from our house in Los Angeles. Oh, shit,
0: I'm giving birth to kittens. Oh
1: <laughs> my God. That has nothing to do with my app.
0: Oh, gee. Oh, they're adorable. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is why
1: yeah. you shouldn't sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I think it's um it's like it's like the baby Jesus. I mean I didn't have sex with no, a You didn't, you didn't I, immaculately I, conceive kittens,
1: Paula. That seems no, unlikely. I,
0: I did. There was an Immaculate Kit Inception. That's what it was. It was an Immaculate Kittenception. Uh, oh my gosh, look how cute that one with well, the little white spot on its head.
1: And look at that one wearing the uh the, the, the little suit, the little satin suit.
2: And the tie. It takes time. <laughs> <and
0: it's high. laughs>
2: looks, looks like you, Paula. All right. Oh, look at <laughs> look, this one has a
0: this Tony. This one has a black head. Uh
1: No. <laughs> oh God. Good God. Can I do the intro now? We really need out. Rain in Spain. Rain, right, in
0: Spain. rain in Spain. All right, rain in Spain, Adam. <laughs> stop
1: To you live from our houses in Los Angeles, California. It's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. Tonight, as the new year approaches, one question burns in the mind of every American, and that's Should I watch the new Netflix film, Roald Dolls: Matilda the Musical? Naturally, there's only one way to answer that question, and that's by having Paula and I watch the 1980 film musical, Xanadu, and review it here. Why? Because we said so. <laughs> This show's aging old year, moving this podcast at a stately pace as we approach December 31st in a dignified manner. And now, please welcome the woman who may or may not be the baby New Year, but nevertheless insists on recording this show in a top hat and a diaper. It's (laughs) Paula Poundstone!
0: Yay! Yay! Welcome, Paula. Thank you so much, and welcome back to tonight's house band. Pam Storer on the harp sounds so beautiful. Nobody's will remember that Pamela Storer is a Celtic harpist, keyboard player, and educator who is certified by the Music for Healing and Transition program. For more information on therapeutic music, Google MHTP. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and welcome, and thank you, Pam. Um, Paula, what's new? What's what's the New Year's Haps from Paula Poundstone Land?
0: Well, you know, I've been on the road a lot, and at home I don't watch television, I watch DVDs. But I have to confess that when I'm on the road, I sometimes do waste time watching TV, and I pride myself in generally only watching, you know, high-quality television, but I've broken that rule recently. Because, you know, I think since there's all this, like, with the pluses and the, you know, those, all the streaming services, right, where there's some really remarkable shows sometimes, but I don't get any of those. You have to pay for it. So what happens is television, just regular old TV that turns on when you push the button, um, it is for shit now. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, there is just goddamn nothing on in the middle of the night. And what happens is if I've been on the road a lot, my sleep schedule gets turned around. And so I'm awake in the middle of the night. So what's happened, I've started watching something that I never saw first run, which is law and order. And there's a station, there's a station (laughs) that has all night long, it's like a, it's, it's like some sort of a, jerry lewis law and order telethon it just goes on there's one after the other is it
1: all law and order classic or is it special victims unit as well
0: oh no it's all the kinds i got the other night i watched one that was uh, law and order uh lease law <laughs> I, I mean so fucking bad i can't even tell oh, yeah. you
1: I have friends who are addicted to that law and order stuff. They just watch it to go to sleep every night and stuff.
0: Well, I thought it would put me to sleep, but you would think that it would. I say to myself, oh, I have an hour more before I have to get up. Uh, Surely I'll just doze off watching this. And then I'm awake. Uh, because I it's just so bad. Okay, when you guys watch Law and Order again, notice how often they say the names of the victims, you know like if somebody's been assaulted or you know or, or raped or you know something horrible.'ll they, the way they say their names over and over again in the episode. Yeah, and you know in real life they would never do that. In real life, they would just be like, yeah, you know, victim 229 or whatever. But in the show, they'll go, does Jane know we're coming? Uh, Jane can tell us. Let's get Jane in here. We'll talk to Jane. They say the name of the person over and over again. I think it's to make you feel that they're really involved in this week's story. They do it even more in the Lease Law episodes. (laughs) Lease Um, Law. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it can really be dry. (laughs)
1: It sounds it. You know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my my wife Jeannie was in a a beloved episode of Special Victims Unit.
0: Did they do like a live reenactment of the time she was crying outside your door? (laughs) No,
1: she didn't do that. Uh, They didn't do a live reenactment because A, the episode was not about that, and B, that never happened. Oh, there should be an
0: episode about it. <laughs> no, this is so about sad. child
1: trafficking, I think. And she was, um, you know, the show is so formulaic that they have names for every character in every scene. Uh, Jeannie was the dragon slayer. There's a dragon slayer in every episode.
0: Oh, wow. Huh.
1: Which is the person at the scene at the 35 minute mark that gives the crucial piece of evidence to the detectives that helped them solve the case.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: Every single episode.
0: And I can't fall asleep while watching this. That's
1: insane. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, as long as we're here it, it, and it's New Year's time, let's go around the horn and see how how the crew is doing for New Year's. Um, Tony, Anita Hull yes. in, in uh, Sherman Oaks. Do you have any New Year's plans? You're muted, Tony. That's your plan.
0: <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I muted myself to take a drink of my soda. Anyway. Um, I'm probably gonna do wow. idea, Tony yeah Tony you don't have to mute yourself to drink soda listen to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's this great, is a soda drinking show Tony
1: you're a great example to us all Paul
0: we don't have to live the lie of pretending <laughs> that we don't drink soda on this show that's absurd Bonnie drinks schlitz on the show go ahead. you can just drink I soda. I don't drink go
1: ahead, for those Tony. of you who don't watch us on Zoom Bonnie burns can go through a case of schlitz in an episode it's amazing
2: no I don't drink you're lying I have the food Jones. Why should I have two Joneses? Yeah. You're you're what? slurring, Bonnie. Maybe that's the pastrami talking.
1: So Tony, oh, what
2: are you that's doing the
1: for um... <laughs> Tony, what are you doing for New Year's?
0: I'm gonna do what I do every year is I watch when Harry met Sally and drink a glass of champagne by myself and then fall asleep usually at like eleven thirty.
1: All right, oh now everybody god. else. Let's just all smile and say that's great. Yeah, that, Tony, that's, that's great, wonderful. Tony. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Whoa, All
0: right, I'm gonna. I'm set, I'm setting an alarm right now to call Tony on New Year's Eve. Me too. Oh my god! Do you really do that every to- year, Tony? I mean, I, I I usually always watch when Harry met Sally and drink champagne alone for like the last probably like four years or something. Because of, I mean, COVID. I'm not going to parties and things. So that makes and, sense. That makes yeah. sense. So I'll probably keep that up this year. Tony, can I recommend to you um, the USA Channel has Law and Order, <laughs> and yeah. I think on New Year's they're um, they're doing it's Law and Order uh, parking infractions, <laughs> and yeah, so that's, that, that sounds tense
1: courtroom debates as to whether it, it's the end of the car over the red line or the wheelbase. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And unfortunately, and the Dragon Slayer comes in and tells them.
1: Speaking of dragon slayers, let's go up to the Seamy Valley, for where lurks our own resident dragon. It's Bonnie Burns. Whoop,
2: whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> I, just I think like she's, she's making me. dragon is that sounds. The dragon is?
1: No idea. I, I, I don't no think idea, she, yeah. Bonnie.
2: <laughs> Bonnie, what I are didn't you doing know, for New don't What's Year's a dragon Eve? sound? I, um, <sighs> well, because they're breathing fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I thought you had something stuck in your throat, okay. Tony.
2: Here's the thing. I think New Year's, it's very overrated to be with other people on New Year's. A lot of times I just feel like I'd rather be by myself than be with a group of people that, I don't know, it's like the fantasy. Oh, we're celebrating New Year's and we're drinking and we're having a party and blah, 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 blah. So my choices are I could stay home. Find something good to stream, which isn't that easy, frankly. Or I could maybe go to my girlfriend's and be home by nine o'clock.
0: Boy, we are, thank goodness, thank goodness we're focusing on a New Year's theme for this show. We yeah. are just depressing. We're either making our listeners feel better about yeah, you know, whatever they do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Paula, do you have any New
0: Year's plans? Well, uh, I do have a pistol and there is that Russian roulette game I play every year. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: only marginally less depressing than Tony and Bonnie. (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh, uh, Do I? No, I don't have any. I I, I don't have any plans. I'll probably sift worm waste that day. I have about 5,000 worms and, uh, I sell their worm waste for $4 a pound, at uh, plus shipping at polypoundstone.com. But this is not the time for that kind of No, no,
1: no. This is livening up the new year with sharing stories about what we're going to be doing. Um, for my part, I know what I'm not going to be doing. I am not going to be uh, having a drink. Which is going to be a new thing for New Year's? There you go. Well, you see, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't tell you guys this, but maybe three weeks ago, I had a physical, and and the blood test came back with a bunch of little medical conditions, all reversible, but they all add up to don't drink so much. So I decided I'm just not going to drink at all. So good for you. It's going to be a dry New Year's for me. Wow. So it's you know what? It's longer than I've ever gone in my in my adult life without drinking right now, but it has not been very difficult at the same time. So
0: yay. Well. This is so unfortunate because uh, we may as well tell them, uh, you guys, uh, Adam, we were all, what we really were doing on New Year's Eve was going over to your house Uh with like uh, some of the finest champagne Uh and, uh, you know, toasting in the new year with you, but I guess we'll just, you know what? We'll stay out on the street. You just. No, no, no. You You can come in. It won't bug me. It
1: won't bug me. I've already been to a couple of parties. Totally okay.
0: Well, yeah. you know, I think if you, if you still have heroin, then it's not <laughs> then I'm as good. hard yeah. to give up drinking. <laughs> yeah, so I, exactly. think making, I think you're making the right choice there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah by yeah. the way, did any of the doctors, any of the medical information come back with any, you know, reference to the heroin thing? A few, but I'm going to ignore those. <laughs> but the not drinking is important.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: some yeah. of these quacks, you know, some yeah. of these quacks make a lot of money off of those, like... Uh, you know, rehabs and shit—they get kickbacks. Yeah. So I think yeah. you're right. I'm—I just... I,
1: I know I'm just quitting the drinking and staying on the horse, and I think that's how I'm gonna uh, stay healthy in the new year.
0: Oh man, that oh, is right. beautiful. Yeah, uh, you know what? <laughs> I think what? 2023 has so much to offer each of us, and it's just great that we're we're welcoming it in with this kind of enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's all uphill from New Year's. I'll tell you that. Um, hey, Ooh. coming up, Samuel Taylor Coleridge wrote. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan, a stately pleasure dome decree, where Alf, the sacred river, ran through caverns measureless to man, down to a sunless sea. If only he had lived to see his ecstatic vision turned into a roller-skating musical, because then, oh then, he probably would have killed himself. But we watched it and lived to tell the tale, and that tale is next on Nobody Listens to Paula of Poundstone. And thank you, house band Pam Storer, and we are back. Paula, happy new year to you. I hope you have the happiest of new years. And I feared that I might have made your old year less happy by suggesting that with the upcoming release of Matilda, the musical, the Netflix musical that in theaters now, I think, and then on Netflix, that we should watch Xanadu, the 1980 Olivia Newton-John vehicle, uh, to to review it, because it is a musical.
0: Yeah, it's the only way to know for sure, Adam. And uh, what we do for our listeners is uh, absolute self-sacrifice. So you had seen Xanadu before, Adam?
1: S-se- several times, Paula. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Several um, times. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, but but before we begin, I, I want to say Happy New yes. Year to you. And yeah. uh, I am doing this entire Xanadu movie review on... Roller skates. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's good. Whoa! Whoa, I haven't I haven't been on skates in quite a while. Well, uh, neither
1: had Gene Kelly, but he managed.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. Um Wendell has kindly s- spent the last couple weekends putting in these ramps. Yeah, ah! those look good. Uh oh boy, Wendell, this ramp probably empties out a little close to the to the wall. Um Yeah, we'll okay, let's go straight down was, and
1: see what happens. Yeah.
0: Uh Remember you, a few weeks ago when we reviewed the new Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie? A, I do. A, 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 and I thought it was bad. Remember, yeah. I said it. it yeah. yeah. Well, it turns out I didn't know what bad was. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me uh, let me let me kick us
1: off what? with a summary of the movie, like I tend to do, and then uh, we can talk about how much we loved it. Here we go. Sonny Malone is a Los Angeles artist without inspiration or direction, but don't worry, he's also the worst employee the commercial art world has ever known. Until one day, a bunch of ancient Greek muses spring to life from a garish Venice Beach mural for no damn reason at all, and the muse Kira, played by Olivia Newton-John, drops into Sonny's life to inspire him. No, not to paint. That would be silly. She inspires him to open up a giant roller discotheque with his new best friend, a wealthy swing music loving old coot played by Gene Kelly, who at the age of 70 can still dance rings around Olivia Newton-John and a dude who plays Sonny, who, by the way, can neither sing nor dance and doesn't try. In the end, Kira gets called back home and Sonny attempts to win her back from the clutches of Zeus and Hera by skating full speed into a brick wall. Which is a fate vastly preferable than sitting through the last 20 minutes of the movie, which celebrates the club's opening in a relentless, nonsensical mashup of swing, disco, unconvincing rock, a country music vignette, and lots and lots of cosmetically challenged early 80s extras on roller skates performing a dizzying salute to the movie's real muse, Cocaine. No doubt. And there you go. That's my capsule review of Xanadu. Paula, take it away. Oh, that, I want to hear what you that thought. Was
0: really, that, was a, that was really comprehensive. That was very, uh, very good. Whoa. Uh, oh, no, Stay uh, steady. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really, truly, I, this was bad. This was really... It was literally painful, Adam. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Within the first, say, 10 minutes, I decided that I personally would steal your catalytic converter uh, for a third time. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it was actually, watching this movie was like looking into the Ark of the Covenant. Whoa! Uh, Whoa I'm, all right, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Whew. Not only that, how long is this movie...
1: Um, I, I I don't know. Um, I I can look that up though for you or ninety six
0: minutes. Sorry,
1: ninety six minutes. is it was, barely it was an hour now. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So here's the thing. Um, does it now? Did it say ninety six minutes or did it say feels like a lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think it says ninety six minutes.
0: Oh, Adamant, you. As you as you know, I take my movie reviewing very seriously. I mean, we are. Time, time is important, and and you don't want to waste it. And and we're telling our listeners whether or not they should spend time, uh, you know, watching something. And again, the only way, the only possible way to know whether people should watch the Netflix musical Matilda is for us, you and I, Adam, to watch Xanadu. Um, right. So, even though I don't watch it in a movie theater, I do sit in a chair in my living room, usually with snacks, and I watch uninterrupted the way I would in a movie theater, because that's how the filmmakers intended for it to be watched. Move cut! sorry. I say filmmakers, but, and, and this should have been a clue, above the credits, instead of saying cast or crew, it said defendants.
1: Look, it's not a good movie.
0: It's an unimaginably bad movie. Um, (laughs) I I, I tried to get it on DVD from the library, but they only had one copy, and some idiot had it out. Uh, I was waiting for it to be returned, but apparently some cult was using it for a suicide pact. And so by last night, and of course I needed to watch it by last night, I still hadn't heard from the library. So Wendell was kind enough to set it up on the living room TV via YouTube, which I don't know how to do. And then Wendell went home. So if I pushed any buttons other than play and it stopped playing, I wouldn't know how to get it to continue (laughs) to play. I'm surprised you didn't choose that option. Uh, Well... I should have, as it turned out. He, he. Uh, Wendell tried to explain some of the steps to me, but he has a tendency to give detailed instructions about the obvious and then gloss over the part that I don't know. Like, he says, stuff like, here's the television, here's the remote control, you're going to push the button with your finger, point it at the television first... Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then you click on YouTube. First, push this arrow to the left. Then click on Home. Then click on Source. Then click the arrow down away three seconds. Then plug in this wire in the yellow hole and twist these loose wires around this screw and then force this wire into your chest. Um, <laughs> wow. Hold on. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do right here? I'm gonna try that thing where I bend my knees with my right foot facing right and my left foot. Uh, facing, ah, facing... Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, later. <laughs> Let me
1: give you some context around my seeing Xanadu. Twelve-year-old Adam Felber is a huge fan of the electric light orchestra known as ELO and Queen. A movie came out where the music was by ELO and the star was my younger sister's favorite actress, Olivia Newton-John. We went to see Xanadu in the theater not once, not twice, but I think four times.
0: Oh, my. Okay, you know what? <laughs> so you tell this story as if your age somehow is a defense to what you've done. No. I, I think it that is. That was, no, that was, even a child would know that that was a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. Um, Sorry, Tony. It was awful. Tony's crying. I loved it when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: Number one, a lot of kids loved it. Number two, I got later in that year, or maybe earlier in that year, my wish was fulfilled because Queen did the soundtrack to a movie known as Flash Gordon. And looking back, Queen's effort was a little better than ELO's, I have to admit.
0: It's not, you know, the music wasn't great, but it wasn't the problem. Uh, no. You could have gotten away with that music if there had been a logical script or yeah. or acting. Um. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I was in my chair. I pressed play. What did you say, Tony? It was 96 minutes. Yeah. The movie started, but it would freeze every 15 to 30 seconds. Oh, no. So I watched what was arguably the worst movie I've ever seen in my life for much longer <laughs> than the actual movie <laughs> takes.
2: <laughs> Oh, well, like I would have... argue that
1: even The Godfather Part 2 wouldn't have been awesome if it paused every 30 yeah. seconds.
0: Oh no. Oh no. No, this movie out of this movie shown with no technical errors whatsoever is just the worst piece of shit. But when when it kept pa- when it kept pausing it was like when you have an IV in and they have to keep adjusting it. Oh. It was just like, every time I thought, okay, maybe the whole thing will just cut out now. No, no, it's still going. So, I, I would say that not only was it one of the worst movies <laughs> I've ever seen, okay. it was one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, it was... I. I it was another movie very much like the Lindsay Lohan one in this one way which is another movie where the love interests fall in love and you can't figure out why there's nothing compelling about either character there's nothing that's happened when Olivia Newton-John says that she loves the sunny character I actually said out loud really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a I, I gotta say he he doesn't have a lot to recommend
1: him because he's he he, he, he has he, zero Yeah, he doesn't really have a lot going on in his life.
0: No, but the other day you know, it's not that hard to throw in a scene, a moment, a unique characteristic that makes either of the leads seem yeah. interesting. Compelling. Beauty and the beast did it. Ah shit. Boy, that's gonna leave a mark.
1: Yeah, you just hit uh, the wall pretty hard there.
0: I did, yeah. Now that's another thing that was interesting
1: about Xanadu's. Xanadu exists in a world where they'd have you believe where, in in 1980, people in L.A. found roller skates and feet to be interchangeable means of transportation.
0: I will say, I lived in San Francisco in 1980, and roller skates were a big, big thing back then. By the way, the story takes place in Santa Monica, and it was fun to see shots of where I live. I did like that. When Sonny meets Gene Kelly, Gene Kelly is sitting on a rock on the beach playing a clarinet. And Sonny had just bought a box of popcorn off of a cart, which, by the way, there is no popcorn carts, but there might have been back then. Come on, 1980 was the year
1: of the popcorn cart. Read
0: Time magazine. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he offers Gene Kelly, who, keep in mind, is an older gentleman. Sitting on a rock, playing a clarinet. He offers him some popcorn. No hand sanitizer. No, no. voice to no. no, I'll wait here while you go rinse your hands off in that water fountain. J- j- it's no wonder we're all going to die of viruses. When oh, the- come on, 1980? So every,
1: everybody had a venereal disease in 1980.
0: <laughs> so hey, Wendell, do you think this window should be so close to the ah damn wow. it ah ah okay yeah yeah window throw throw me that gauze when I come around um ah uh, by the way he's looking for the mysterious girl on roller skates who kissed him the sunny yeah. character is and when he's, John, that's yeah. how that's how he happens to be down at the beach where he meets uh uh jean kelly um and the girl, a girl, so Olivia Newton-John roller skates up to to the sunny character and kisses him. Yeah. Uh, she's probably loaded with germs. <laughs> um, uh, what? What? He. Wait,
1: of, it, all the, it, of all the things loaded with germs, she is a muse who has just come straight out of uh, uh, Olympus. Why would she be loaded with germs?
0: No, she's got, because at this point, she's, she's taken a human form. She's loaded with germs. Okay. And then, and then the, sunny, the Sunny character skates down a pier and falls into the Santa Monica Bay. Let me tell you something about the Santa Monica Bay. Storm-drained water containing every foul substance you can imagine runs untreated into the Santa Monica Bay. People get rashes. Fevers and diarrhea from swimming in the Santa Monica. Is the thing. is the
1: sanitary conditions of this movie your only takeaway from this delightful <laughs> family musical? <laughs> West Side story takes place in a place, you know, full of rats and vermin and dirty city stuff.
0: Yeah, but Maria doesn't suck on the pavement. This guy <laughs> it's like wow. It's like he's no. going out of his way to spread some sort of contagion. The, the, the Sonny character should be donated to science to study contagious diseases. Uh, oh, look. Look, Adam. If I come down this way, I, I can go backwards. Ah, ah. Oh.
1: oh. Okay.
0: One more head injury, and I'm a Republican candidate for Senate. So they opened the Xanadu Club, and there's Which is, a, Now you've uh, just blipped
1: uh, ahead to the end of the movie, but Okay. <laughs>
0: And there wasn't a fuck of a lot that happened. Was no, there? there
1: was, no, nothing.
0: No. It was, I mean, this was a painful movie. You were right. Half of the movie was this goddamn floor show in the club that they opened that Sonny and the Gene Kelly character opens together. And it's really tough to tell what Sonny did for it. Like, what He was like, oh, we'll be partners. But what was his contribution? Well, at one point, Gene Kelly says that Sonny picked out everything.
1: The entire look of hmm. that club, which was <laughs> disgusting, um, was all yeah. Sonny's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of it looked classic and old. I would call it Art Dreco.
0: My, my guess is that Trump saw this movie in 1980 and <laughs> just seethed with envy. Just, he was like, get me that boy. Um, all right, so the dance number that is interminable. It goes on forever. Keep in mind, when I'm watching it, it's freezing and starting, freezing and starting, making it longer and longer. Adam, I blamed you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Paula, you would have been out of a- there in 96 minutes if had it not been for your own technical snafus.
0: I was angry with you. I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I owned the album.
0: That's awesome. Oh, my God. How could you have had the album and not? Tony, why are you encouraging this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll have you know, a couple of the songs from that album were big hits. Now, ELO did not write Magic by Olivia Newton-John. That was written by her own personal hitmeister who wrote things like Let's Get Physical and stuff. But that song was the number one hit. Although ELO did write the song she sang at the end, Paula, which I'm sure you loved, Xanadu, the theme from Xanadu.
2: Who was her hitmeister? Who wrote it? Oh, I,
1: I can't remember his name. Look it up, Tony Anita Hall. Look up who her hitmeister was.
0: It was written by John Farrar. Oh, John Farrar. Oh, of course.
1: He wrote many of Olivia Newton John's big hits.
0: A lot of people don't realize this. He wrote the Hallelujah Chorus. He did not. He wrote <laughs> Oh Holy Night. That was that, uh,
1: absolutely not him.
0: Yeah. He wrote Beethoven's Fifth.
1: <laughs> no, that would be Beethoven.
0: <laughs> no. No, that's not true. Beethoven was exhausted from writing his fourth, and so John <laughs> Farrar stepped in.
2: Maybe he did right.
0: Yeah, he yeah, did. That's true. <laughs> so, Paula,
1: was there anything... Like, like, I enjoyed the moment when Gene Kelly outdanced Olivia Newton-John. I thought that was kind of cute.
0: No, the entire thing was a piece of shit start to finish. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. It must have been... I mean, I, I, Gene Kelly... <laughs> Must have needed money. I, you know, maybe it was one of those things that he looked at it in script form and was like, Yeah, this could work. I, I, I it doesn't seem possible though, because I mean, honestly, the guy who played Sonny was so uncharismatic.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, know what the casting was behind Sonny because he, as I said, he doesn't sing or dance. And Gene Sonny, Kelly, I'm guessing, sing. was offered a chance to do a movie with who was at that point the biggest. Singer, actress in the world in Olivia Newton-John. And I think he jumped it back.
0: Okay, this the guy who played Sonny didn't sing or dance or act. What yes. I think <laughs> is that the look that he had with the with the vest, which it was an attractive um, fashion, and yeah. I think it was the only vest that could be found, maybe in the whole country. They did a big search. Uh, for a vest, they tried to just buy the vest from him so that an actor and a singer and a dancer could wear it, and he wouldn't give it up. So they said, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> well, you know, they said because Olivia Newton-John and Gene Kelly will carry the rest of the movie, but it wasn't enough. That's, um, in fact, no. there's a famous Hollywood expression that came from making this film, which is, it's nothing that a vest." Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John could save.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: That's a, an say.
1: extraordinarily specific piece of Hollywood argument. Um Paula, what about the animated number?
0: Ah, uh, stupid. <laughs> beyond belief.
1: <laughs> Just so... Fucking
0: stupid. Now, um,
1: that, was, uh, that was animated by Don Bluth, legendary Disney animator who left Disney Studios to create his own studio in the 80s where they uh, made The Secret of Nim. He was responsible for that animated musical number <laughs> where Olivia <laughs> Newton, John, yeah. and, and Vest band turned into uh, birds and fishes and stuff.
0: Yeah, and there's another expression. I think it's a Jewish expression. Okay. It's, um, uh, may you never make a decision like Don Bluth. <laughs> that's- okay. As a, um,
1: as a Jewish man, I can tell you that yes, my family would say that a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. may, 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 you, you know, may you live with joy and prosper, and may God watch over you, and may you never make a decision like Don Bluth. That's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. When I, br- I the
1: first time I brought a girlfriend home, my mom said, God help you, Adam, I think you're pulling a Bluth. <laughs> yeah.
0: eh.
1: She did not like her. Yeah, yeah,
0: but the girl didn't know what it meant. Um, yeah. you know, but, all right, so by the time they were in the midst of this god-awful final dance number, which, you know, you keep telling yourself it'll be over soon, it'll be over soon. But So by this time, my cat Theo had jumped onto my lap and deployed her claws to make sure she could stay there several times. And, and I couldn't take it anymore. I do usually have a rule that I have to just sit and watch the movie, but I I got up, I got the... Cat claw clippers and clip Theo's front claws As many of Jefferson's front claws as I could get I did Lawson, Nash, Hardy, Shamwell, Harrison Then I brushed my dog Moe with a rubbery cat brush Until the credits or, or the list of defendants rolled again <laughs> No Moe, I wasn't calling you ah, get, ah. <laughs> ah, yeah. ah. get that fucking tennis ball out of here <laughs> so Paula I'm guessing you don't,
1: didn't love the movie is what I'm
0: hearing. You, you, you
1: might need to watch it again without those interruptions but you know what it's not time for us to really advise our viewers about Matilda yet coming up you've heard our review but can you guess whether or not we're going to recommend Matilda the musical for your New Year's viewing <laughs> we'll skate towards our final verdict <laughs> when we come back <laughs> The cat of the week is Petey from Chapel Hill, North Carolina.
0: Hey, it's just me, Paula Poundstone to bring you down by reminding you of why we need to laugh, COVID, but we do. Laughter could be practically prescribed by a doctor, climate change. And there's something about the shared (laughs) emotional experience of being a part of an audience that makes the laughter that much more powerful. Kids, 99% of the time when someone types LOL, they're lying. You don't laugh out loud at stuff when you're alone. You acknowledge in your head that you think The thing you're seeing or hearing is funny. Depression. That's why television (laughs) shows use a laugh track. By the way, it was only recently that it dawned on me that the Flintstones couldn't have had a live audience. Loneliness. I'm not saying that I'm the only one who can provide this healing laughter, Trump. But I am saying (laughs) you need to get it somewhere. And it happens that I work in theaters all over the country. Nuclear war. Go to PaulaPoundstone.com <laughs> and see when I'll be at a theater near you. Parallel parking. <laughs>
1: We are back. Thank you, Pam Storer. And, uh, Paula, this is a big question here. Now we've, we've seen Xanadu. We've reviewed Xanadu. I got to relive those great tunes like I'm Alive and Don't Walk Away and all those great uh, ELO tunes. And uh, we all had a great time watching it, seeing Gene Kelly in the last movie that really meant anything for him. With all that delight, it's time to render our verdict. Paula Poundstone, should our listeners watch Matilda the Musical in the new year?
0: I can't even ever go near my television again. That's how bad... No. It's, it's not worth the risk. Uh, I think Netflix already gave us the Lindsay Lohan movie as well. It's just, I think all the cards are against the, uh, the the possibility, the remote possibility of Matilda the musical being good. I say no. Stay as far away from it as you can possibly get. And, yeah.
1: I'm going to say, based on my experience, if you have kids, why don't you go ahead and check out Matilda, and I'll tell you why. Because when I was a kid, me and my sister really liked Xanadu, and am I aware that it is a giant, stinking dirt of a movie nowadays? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe I am, but... uh, but I'm just saying... Okay, if,
0: <laughs> if you're of childbearing years and you would like to have more children, I think it's another reason not to risk it. Uh, because <laughs> Xanadu itself can actually sterilize you. <laughs> right. so we're talking about, we're talking about Matilda,
1: and I would point out yeah. that I have two children and watched Xanadu multiple times as a kid.
0: Yeah, but there are going to be some flukes, Adam. That's right. That's right. That is scientifically,
1: you're correct. Well, anyway. Oh my God, it's bad. So you got one thumb up and one thumb down on Matilda. Uh, that was fun. Nobody's. If you have questions or comments or just want to talk to us heart to heart about how we're Adam, running this show, Adam, send that Adam, message to so nobody. Listen to Paula Pounce Yes. Adam,
0: answer the phone. Yes.
1: I can't follow.
0: Adam, answer the phone!
1: I really I really can't right now. I'm very busy, Paula. I'm a busy man. Adam, Adam, it's New Year's. I'm due at a party. Adam! Yes.
0: Answer the phone.
1: Um uh Hello.
0: Adam. Yes! I knew it. I knew it. It is I, Cher Eva.
1: Yeah, Cher, ever. you knew it because you called me.
0: Yes. Yes, I did. And do you know why? No. Because you weren't going to call me. Well, you're right on that one. You are right there. I was not. I knew it. I knew it. Adam, I see so much in your future for the year 2023. And I can't rest Uh until I let you see what I see with my fourth eye.
1: Ew! Um, it's third eye. Usually, people call the ability to see into the future uh, using their third eye. Share, Eva.
0: I just got glasses. Adam, the year twenty twenty three will bring you a cat and a dog. We
1: have a dog and a cat, Sherry, I've talked about them many times.
0: See, I knew it. I knew it. I see you falling in love with uh, it's a Jane, Jane, Janice, Judith. Uh, uh.
1: My, 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 my wife's name is Jeannie. Yes, it is. Jeannie is my wife's it name. It
0: is. See? <laughs> 2023 yeah. has so much in store for you. There'll be food and, and music and laughter. Well, of course. I knew it. I knew it. Cher, Eva, these aren't visions of the future.
1: These are pretty safe bets for everyone.
0: Your gambling problem will also (laughs) increase, Adam. Beware.
1: I don't have a gambling problem. I'll bet you do. You're on.
0: (laughs) Go! I knew it. I knew it. Am I the hundredth caller, Adam, in the new hundredth caller contest?
1: No, Cher, Eva, you're caller number four.
0: I knew it. I knew it. I'll keep trying, Adam. I so want to win the prize of the tour of the places that formed you as a person, Adam. I love Las Vegas.
1: Las Vegas was not a place that formed me, Sharima.
0: I'll bet it was.
1: I would win that bet.
0: You're going to suffer so in 2023, Adam. I'll call again.
1: If you call again, I will suffer so. Anyway, bye, Cher Eva.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Adam, and Happy New Year. <laughs>
1: happy New Year to you.
0: <laughs> and if you would like
1: to get in touch with us uh, in a way that is a little more conventional than what Cher Eva has in store for us, that is uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone at gmail.com. Our operators are always standing by to answer your emails. <laughs> and Paula Poundstone, what is happening in the Poundstone product empire uh, this here week?
0: Thank you for asking, Adam. I'm doing something kind of different for the plugorama this week. See these beautiful candles ablaze? There, there's about a hundred. I've taken small pieces of paper, non-flammable paper, on each of which I've written a fact, a little piece of information, and instead of pulling them out of a fishbowl, I've dipped each one in wax to make these delicate little candles. As the candles burn down, they reveal the fact. Instead of randomly (laughs) picking a few, I'm going to read every one. Aren't they pretty? I learned how to do it from a holiday craft magazine. While we wait for them to burn, though, I'd like to take a moment to mention that you, Adam Felber, have another podcast. It's called Dad Band Land. It's a music commentary podcast from the point of view of a neighborhood cover band. Oh, that's, that's so nice of you to mention it. Paul. Oh, oh, my gosh. The papers are burning inside the candles. I, th- I thought it was non-flammable paper. Shit. It looks so good in the magazine. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Well, here's one. Here's one. Leo Sternbach invented Librium, which was the best-selling pharmaceutical product in the world. He, he worked for Roche, a pharmaceutical company. He was paid $1 for his patent and a $10,000 bonus. There's only a, f- wow. a few papers left. Uh here's one. Uh oh, there's hot wax all over it. Um, hooded Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone sweatshirts are available at the shop at Paula Poundstone. Well, fuck, the end is burned off. <sighs> oh well. I I am guessing it's dot I think I think that's dot com. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's dot com. Go to <laughs> paulapoundstone.com. Uh here's one. Shit, it's hot. I, I, I'm in Redwood City, California, at the Fox Theater. I think that's what it says. Yeah, Redwood City on Saturday, February 4th. Get tickets at PaulaPoundstone.co oh, See, all the rest is burned off. I, Paula. I, I think it's.com, don't you? I think it's paulapoundstone.com.
1: I'm gonna. Yeah, I, that's pretty safe. You've said that thousands of times on our show. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah, you know, you ah <laughs> uh, I I can kind of read this one. I'll be in Plymouth, New Hampshire at the Flying Monkey Performance Center on Friday, February 17th. Go to Paul... Fuck! The rest (laughs) of it's covered in wax. I I think it's paulapoundstone.com. I think. Uh, It's a safe bet. I can barely see this one. I'm going to sue the shit out of that craft magazine. It, it, It says Morristown, New Jersey. I'll be in Morristown, New Jersey at the Mayo Performing Arts Center on Saturday, February 18th. Go to paulapoundstone.com. I'm totally guessing that last part. Um, Here's one. Poundstone Pussy Pillows. The catnip stuff, 4-inch by 5-inch pillows with a grommet for tying a string and tugging with a cat choke on one side and autographed to your cat on the other are available at... Well, shit. It doesn't even say. Try! Try paulapoundstone.com. There were 95 more pieces of information, but they all burned... So I read what I could. Uh, Plan to go out for a night of laughter in 2023. You're gonna need it. Uh, here's just some of the places I'll be. Woonsocket, Rhode Island, Redwood City, California, Salt Lake City, Utah, Las Vegas, Nevada, Plymouth, New Hampshire, Morristown, New Jersey, Hartford, Connecticut, Poughkeepsie, New York, Fairfield, Connecticut, Englewood, New Jersey, Annapolis, Maryland, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Viroqua, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Toms River, New Jersey, Wilmington, Delaware, Port Washington, New York, and Walla Walla, Washington. Go to Paula Poundstone dot com to get tickets dot com dot, ball, ball, yeah do that dot everybody. Com. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a good idea yeah
1: it is a good idea and uh I just want to remind everybody uh drop a review for us on Apple Podcasts and hey if you've enjoyed tonight's uh house band and I thought it was fantastic Pam Store, everybody and you're thinking like hey Maybe I could add something musical to the mix. Well, we're accepting submissions for House Bands Galore now. So once again, send uh send us your name and what your what the axe is that you play to NobodyListens to Paula Poundstone at gmail.com. And that is our show. Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone. And yours truly, Adam the Felber. Thanks to our house band Pam Storer. Woo! Our show is produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken ebnik, and Julie Burke Edited by Vic Lowery. Starburns production by Land Romo. Transcription services for the show provided by TranscribeMe, a premier internationally used transcription service. Use code Paula Poundstone when placing your order at transcribeme.com to receive an expedited service.
0: That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? to
1: believe you are magic. Oh wait, wait, wait. I want to make you more comfortable, Paul. I want to This is the way you heard it. <laughs> Got to believe we are magic.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I heard it. We <laughs> are magic. It was supposed to be 96 minutes, Adam. It was uh hour and 50. Um I didn't realize that you had seen it. Multiple times. Huh. <laughs> huh. When was the last time you saw it, Adam? Did you, Had you seen it as an adult?
1: Uh, probably. Not not for years, but I probably saw it as an adult. Yeah.
0: And At what point, Adam, did you realize that it was a harmful production, that it could actually hurt someone? <laughs> I,
1: I don't know about hurt, but I would say by the third time I saw it as a kid, I knew it wasn't a good movie. Huh. Wow. That didn't cut into my enjoyment that much, but...
0: The whole time I was watching, I kept trying to figure out what I had ever done to you.
1: Oh, so much. Yeah. So very <laughs> much,
0: Paula. If I had spent all of 2022 promoting Dad Bandland, would you have spared me Xanadu? Probably. Oh,
1: fuck. Yeah. God. Yeah, I probably would have. Man. I, I probably would have gotten Flash Gordon or something.
0: I made a Don Bluth
2: choice. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: podcast podcast network
1: an official message from medicare a new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs maybe you can save too with medicare's extra help program my premium is zero and my out of pocket costs are low who should apply single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year even if you don't think you qualify it pays to find out Go to ssa.gov extrahelp extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too.